This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Here's a sneak preview of next week's episode. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. To hear the rest of next week's episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, June 15. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. This week, the NAACP released a video featuring several white A-list celebrities pledging to help fight racism. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. You take an issue that is so vital and there's so much passion and so critical and then you turn around and like make it all about yourself. Like look at me. Those voices are discussing celebrities, the stars of stage and screen whose delicate portrayal of the human condition might convince you to Lisa Lincoln MKZ. As the United States wrestles with massive social and structural changes unseen in generations, citizens across the country are paying attention, taking action, and pondering to themselves, I wonder what Tom Arnold thinks about all this. This week, a manufactured viral video, which had the efficacy of a placebo, featured Sarah Paulson, Mark Duplass, and a handful of other straight-to-Netflix stars combating systemic racism by earnestly declaring, I take responsibility, with the same level of gravitas they usually reserve for revealing this year's nominees for Best Sound Editing. Aaron Paul clasps his hands. Julianne Moore pauses dramatically. And Stanley Tucci reads his lines off of cue cards with the subtlety of Larry Bud Melman. The two-minute YouTube video, comments curiously disabled, was as breathlessly tone-deaf as Gal Gadot's Imagine video, which featured the likes of Kristen Wiig and Mark Ruffalo pining for world peace after struggling to suffer through six horrifying days of self-quarantine from the confines of their multi-million dollar estates. For a group of individuals so well-versed in filmmaking, it's hard to tell if they're aware that the cell phones they're talking at also capture video. Celebrity activism is nothing new. After all, if it wasn't for Ben Affleck, we never would have taken down Joseph Coney. But we're living in an age in which famous faces can't resist the urge to insert themselves into any and every conversation. Like that acquaintance who never misses an opportunity to remind you that they attended Wellesley. What bothers me about viral stunts like these is that when these household names apply a self-important Snapchat filter to their self-taped callback, they end up distracting from the actual point they're trying to make. Nobody ends up talking about the organization's actual purpose. I Take Responsibility seems like a good group, advocating on behalf of anti-racism, police accountability, and voting rights. But when I see Jesse Pinkman acting his ass off in black and white, all it makes me wonder is, why didn't he try doing that during the last season of Westworld? Many of these celebrities seem well-intentioned, but it's important to remember that we're also living in an age of careful brand management and social media curation, with lots of money on the line. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't just want you to buy her movies. She wants you to buy her conversation-changing lifestyle brand. And after you shove a $75 egg into your genitals while watching The Avengers, you'll definitely have something to talk about. Or take Some Good News with John Krasinski, which actually seemed like a fun, uplifting, and genuine quarantine byproduct, until it was sold as a hot property to CBS Viacom in order to free up time for its busy former host to find a third quiet place to stash his paycheck. Now, don't get me wrong. Oprah Winfrey, Rob Reiner, Chance the Rapper, Barbara Streisand, John Legend, LeBron James, 
there are countless examples of celebrities using their power, wealth, and influence for good. George Clooney funnels the money he makes from Nespresso commercials into satellites that monitor Sudanese human rights violations, whereas I can barely be bothered to recycle my capsules. But dramatically inserting oneself into a trending topic doesn't make one come across as an authentic advocate for a cause. It makes one feel like an opportunist. And I know, I'm getting worked up over a stupid video. But the commander-in-chief of the USA is the star of The Celebrity Apprentice, who some people take quite seriously, despite the fact that he possesses no apparent expertise in anything other than generating attention in the media and clogging the toilets of Air Force One with the colonel's secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. This country is addicted to celebrities, just as it's addicted to beef, iPhones, and automatic weapons, and it would be nice to start trying to cut some of this stuff out of our diet. Lots of TV shows and movies are inspired by true events. And guess what? A lot of those true events are a hell of a lot more interesting in real life. And even when we know that's true, we still turn Robert Mueller into a candle or Dr. Fauci into a t-shirt because we want them to be famous simply for doing their jobs with competence. If we stopped placing so much weight on what the Real Housewives of Orange County have to say and started having more conversations with our family, our friends, our neighbors, and our colleagues, we wouldn't have to rely on an impassioned plea from the star of the Lego Ninjago movie to remind us that black lives matter. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, hey Twitter, Twitter world. world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is former PGA club professional Sean Skiba. Sean, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. On Thursday... OJ examined what professional sports will seem like without crowds. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Well, I've been spending most of this day uh, watching the Charles Schwab tournament, the first live uh, golf tournament in quite a while. And the lack of a crowd is, is, doesn't seem to have an effect on the players. They, they're putting some low scores out there. I always thought the crowds helped uh, the professional golfers because when they hit a wayward shot, it hits a fan and it stays in play. When I hit a wayward shot, I'm all the way out in the weeds <laughs> trying to find the ball. Well, anyway, um, take care. Can only hope. Sean, what do you think about what OJ had to say? I think that crowds can play an important part in every sporting event, but most athletes don't even notice it. Having the crowds come back and spectators be on the course is not going to play as big of a role in golf as it might in some other sports. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Sean, thanks for joining me. Thank you. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott, OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Castro, other weird apps. There's so many of them. Find more shows, more episodes at latestpod.com. Latestpod.com is the official website for the latest podcast, uh, the latest with Greg Ott. I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. <laughs> you can find me there. I, I really don't tweet. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you will soon be hearing me do an episode of this podcast uh, uh, next week, which, which I do uh, every week, except when, I, um, uh, when I've uh, forgotten. But that, that, it's not going to happen anymore or anytime. I have nothing going on anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm busy, but I'm, yeah, I'm not that busy. 